0: Option to leave. Well, don't do that. It starts recording. I won't. I'll stay. I made Instagram page today. You did. I need to follow it. So, what'd you end up naming this podcast? It's called Aspiring <laughs> Adult. I love the intro photo. I'm ready. Do you like my background? It's my the,
1: view. The city. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought it was gonna be too dark for me to sit here and for you to be able to see it, but I think it's good. You have to do yeah. your intro. Do the intro while you're on, or oh, do you want me to log back in? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay.
1: Um, I want you to stay on. Thanks for tuning in to Aspiring Adult. I want to welcome a very dear friend of mine, a girl boss biomedical engineer who lives in Chicago. And her name is Kenzie. Kenzie. Hello everyone. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. So Kenzie is my first <laughs> interview that I've ever done with somebody for this podcast. So very I'm excited so honored. to have her as my
0: first guest. It's going to be great. It's going to go very smoothly.
1: It already has, um, considering all the amount of technical difficulties that I've experienced. <laughs> I know, that's true. So we'll get started here. Kenzie was born and raised in Chicago no surprise that she moved back there after graduating from Miami. I guess a little bit about your college career and then Mm -hmm. ultimately why you decided to go to Ohio and then back to Chicago.
0: Well, that's a great question. I, like you said, born and raised in Chicago, the suburbs, so like 20 miles north of the city. So not technically from the city, from the suburbs nearby and why i chose to go to ohio that was a surprise to me honestly i did not think i was going to end up there did not want to go to miami university my mom actually was the one who suggested that we visit i have an older sister and one of her best friends went to school there and so she was someone to visit and i knew you know on my list of things that i wanted was a smaller to medium sized school. You know, I wanted to go into engineering, Miami had engineering, I wanted to be in like a college town. So we went and tried it. And to my surprise, like I just absolutely loved it. It was just this cute and beautiful town and school out of the middle of nowhere, like just so unexpected. And I had the best time visiting. I visited twice, actually, before I decided to commit. But the second time I visited, I knew for sure I was going to commit uh that was at the make it miami day so it's
1: so funny because i feel like everybody that went to miami miami wasn't like their first choice school no not at all everyone's like oh yeah i ended up just going here because i it was easy or because it ultimately ended up being an okay school in comparison it wasn't too far from home i don't think miami was Anybody's. It's like... not a
0: lot of number ones <laughs> because I feel like it's just you have to go there to get the charm and understand what it's like. I mean, people that haven't visited just don't know what it's like. And I, I have no regrets. I loved it so much, but did not think I was going to end up there. So, of course, my mom was right. That's the whole point of the story that she knew that I was going to like it there. And so I ended up going there and never wanted to stay. I mean, it's, you know, what it's like. It's not a place that you're going to get a job after school and you know work like I wanted to get back to a city I knew that for sure I wanted to be in Chicago my family's here for the most part at least and all my friends from high school moved back and so I knew a lot of people and I knew that I would be able to find a job here in my field. That's how I ended up back in Miami is so targeted towards jobs mm-hmm. in
1: Columbus and Cleveland. And it's so yep. hard to get out of Ohio once you're already there. So, true. How much work did you really put into finding
0: a job in Chicago? So much work. You know the yeah. answer to that because yeah. you did not stay in Ohio either. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very difficult. I will say I loved Miami. I had a great experience, learned a lot, thought that my professors were great for the most part, but <laughs> they did not help me get a job. The school did not help me get a job whatsoever. Queer fairs every year kind of blew, to be honest. Um, not yep. very helpful, mostly in Chicago, in, not Chicago, sorry, in Ohio or targeted towards like business students. So it was not very helpful for those of us in engineering besides like the couple hours of one day that we got, I think our last two years, they finally did like a STEM career yeah. fair. But even but like that, it was kind of like
1: half-assed. And exactly. all the companies all that like there work on were there your essentially, own. yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so I did all, all of the research on my own on I was on every like career website, LinkedIn, like ZipRecruiter, you know you name it. Mm-hmm. and I found my job my first job if we want to go there. I did have a, a different job originally. found that through I got an interview through LinkedIn with a company that was actually in Chicago. And I did not get that job, but they liked me and suggested that I work for their, like this guy that was interviewing me his previous company. So he ended up connecting me there. So I didn't find that one online. That was through connection there. And then worked that job for a few months online, virtually. And then I found a job that was actually based in Chicago. That was also through LinkedIn and someone had reached out to me. So that was great because it made it a little bit easier, but I was looking for a long time. Uh, to switch jobs to something that was based in Chicago by myself. That was all just on career sites of companies that I liked, or like a big site like LinkedIn, where it was easy to find a lot of right. companies hiring in the area and the field I wanted. So, yeah, it took a lot of individual research and time out of my. Yeah, you know, honestly, work day. like job
1: searching becomes a full time job when all yeah. you want to do is just find a full time job. Exactly. Especially when you have a job and you're like not content with where you're at and you're looking for a job while you have a job. And you're- yeah, it wasn't having-
0: a great situation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also <laughs> like
0: it was hard to figure out when I could interview because I didn't want to yeah. let my current company know they were it was a great company. I just didn't enjoy the work. It, it wasn't where I wanted to be ultimately. So that's why I ended up finding a new job. But like people were great. You know, everybody was super friendly right. and nice there. It just wasn't for me. So I didn't want to like, you know, be obnoxious and interview during the work day when I was supposed to be working. So I had to figure all that out and, right, you know, right. work around it.
1: So then once you figured out you were going to Chicago, how <laughs> did you know what neighborhood you wanted to live in? Because I don't know if you want to share what neighborhood you do live in. How <laughs> many neighborhoods are there? There's a ton. And, yeah, exactly. And how did you know that, Gold Coast is where you wanted
0: to live? That's a good question. I didn't know really like there wasn't a singular one that I wanted to be in, but I had a few in mind, my roommate and I, I live with one other person. So we have a two bed, two bath, which is perfect. We didn't really know. We had like three areas that we were looking at in the city. Mm -hmm. So we knew we wanted to be in one of those spots, but we didn't have a preference. We found or discovered that we wanted to live in those like certain areas. We were looking in like River North, Gold Coast and like Old Town area, because a lot of our friends actually had moved before us. I moved in at like the end of November. So a lot of my friends were actually already in the area. And so I was familiar with where they were in River North. Those areas, are
1: there like certain stereotypes that are associated with them? Like I know in Boston, it's very like every neighborhood has a stereotype, like Southie is people that still think that they live in college, like (laughs) Seaport is financial bros. Back Bay is also like financial bros that have girlfriends now, so it's yeah. kind of like all these places have stereotypes, and they assume that the ones in
0: Chicago do. I don't know actually. I'm sure that there are, but I feel like in my area, it's definitely not still like college. uh yeah. That would be more of like the like Probably northern good. parts of the city. Yeah, like a little bit more over that in that area. I feel like a lot of kids that graduate college move there. This like where I'm at downtown is a mix of like even my building is a mix of. People Mm -hmm. that recently graduated all the way up to like people who are retired. So it's definitely a mix, but I think you can find younger areas like the further north you go.
1: Explain your building setup Cause obviously I know what it looks like cause I've been
0: there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my building's great and I love it. And my roommate and I decided that we wanted to be in Gold Coast after we found out about mm-hmm. like this building, this unit that was available. Cause we loved the location. Like we just loved that it was near a bunch of, I mean, it has everything near like the grocery stores. It has restaurants. It has a bunch of like shopping and everything. So Everything was just like walkable in this area. And, and so we really just loved the spot. And that's why we decided to move to Gold Coast. But mm-hmm. the building is a high rise, but it is, I think the max is like our, our top floor is 35. There are 35 floors. When you're in the lobby, like you go up to, I think that we have the first like five floors are businesses. I like, think there's like a dentist office. There's like cleaners, there's a bunch of that. And then sixth floor is our like outdoor deck which we don't have a pool but we have a water feature out there and a really beautiful deck. So I'm excited to That's sit there in the summer. a water feature like a yeah, splash not a pool. It's like a kind of like a it's like a water fountain almost if they call it a water feature. A water feature. So, okay. Yeah, it's a little bit nicer than a just a fountain. It looks like it could be a pool but it's not deep enough so mm. it's just a water feature. But that's out there on the sixth floor with like a hangout room and coffee machines. They also have rooms that you can just go like study or work in, which is really nice. A a gym is on the sixth floor. And then after the sixth floor is like all of the residential units.
1: So would you consider your apartment a luxury apartment? Or is this kind of like a standard apartment for Chicago?
0: I would say it's a luxury apartment. I think you can definitely find apartments that are that like, I don't know if this would be standard I think for, for the ones that my roommate and I were looking at, it was pretty standard compared mm-hmm. to those. It depends on the setup because there are so many different places to live in here because there are obviously high-rises, like that's Chicago. Mm-hmm. A lot of people live in lockups, ups um, yeah. and so those yeah. look very different. And just some buildings are remodeled. Like my building's very old, but the interior has been remodeled in the last five years or so. So I would say like that it's definitely a little bit more luxurious than other places you could find, mm-hmm. but it was still a decent price right so then
1: when you walk into your apartment Mm -hmm. what do you see so like you come in and you
0: have how much we have a decent amount of space you walk in and it opens up to the living room and it's like a just an open floor plan floor plan out here it's like We've got our couch and the TV and the TV stand and everything. And then behind our couch is the table that I'm sitting at. And we have floor to ceiling windows, which we love. So it's just all like this open floor plan. Casually mentions floor to ceiling windows. Very casual. We loved that about this unit too. So there's that. And then our kitchen is in like a little nook, but it's still open. Like there's no door to it. The whole room out here is just an open plan. And then our two bedrooms are next to each other. Further back, and there's my bathroom is in the hallway. We have a two-bed, two bath, and so there's one master, and the bathroom is in the master. And then there's a bathroom that's right across from the second bedroom, which is in the hallway. And, and that's so it. So
1: how did you, I went to your apartment. And I was in awe because you also have a balcony, which you forgot to mention. Like, yes, I did not mention balcony, that. that is, you, have yes. windows, you have all this space. You have a kitchen table. I don't have a kitchen table. How did you figure out a good deal. how much you were going to
0: spend on your apartment? Well, I knew, I mean, I had a budget. And I knew I wanted to spend, I think at 40% of your income or 30, 30 or 40% 30, of the income. Yeah, I should probably get 30 that right. Is it's 30%, 30% of my income. So I figured out you know, what my maximum was and I didn't end up going over the maximum. I really did not want to go over the maximum. Mm-hmm. And so we agreed my roommate and I on a number that we would each spend and we looked at buildings that were pretty much all in that price range. I think mm-hmm. we looked at some that were like maybe a little over budget because some buildings were doing deals at the time that we were moving. Yeah. We looked at a few that were a little bit more pricey and, and also some that were less. Then it came down to what we were comfortable with and where we liked to live and and everything. I calculated and, it by based on like the 30% of my income.
1: And so, with your 30%, did you calculate utilities into that? Are your utilities
0: covered for your building? Like, how does that work? So, for this building, I did calculate it into that because all of our utilities are included besides our like, like Wi Fi bill. Okay. So, that's paid separately. So, I calculated, I just made sure that utilities and everything were all included in my maximum. So that even with that, I was still under. 30%. The 30%. Yeah, or at the max.
1: Yeah, that's what was so hard for me was that we were moving into a remodeled townhouse. And so we had no idea what the utilities were going to cost us. Right. South Boston real estate moves extremely fast. And if you didn't sign on something, you weren't getting anything. Yeah. And so being that I'd never been here before, I was kind of under the impression that I had to sign here and if I didn't sign here, I wasn't going to live anywhere. And so right. I signed here, not knowing what the utilities were, knowing that the 30% rule was kind of where my budget was coming from. And I was kind of like already at a borderline of my yeah. max budget and the 30% rule. And I was like, all right, well, how are my utilities fitting into that? Where, like it's our gro- groceries, a utility. Like, I still was kind of I, unsure.
0: It's hard to figure what-
1: out. what." What the thirty percent really? I in check confidence. my budget
0: a lot. I mean, I use like you know Excel or whatever or Google Drive sheets to just like yeah. make sure that my finances are set and everything. I mean, adulting is real, and you have to be. It's all your own money on your apartment. Like you got to make oh, sure yeah. that you're yeah. comfortable. So, so especially uh, with your, lifestyle your utilities are
1: and, covered by your building,
0: I'm guessing that you're not really like conservative with your water usage. Well, they're not covered by the building that like, so besides the Wi-Fi, like it all just came as a package. So oh, like, okay. me, yeah, so I guess that was my bad because I count that as part of, as the rent. There's a utility package that's incredible. Included, okay, so but explain your utility
1: package because I've never heard of that.
0: So the utility package is like it it usually at, at a lot of these buildings, it will exclude one or two bills or something like that, but it will include everything else. My building, they do like water, electricity, gas, and then okay. we pay Wi-Fi separately. So that comes as like a bundle and then that's a certain price every month. And then we pay the... Wi-Fi separately
1: when you set up the Wi-Fi did you have to go and get your own router and stuff or did the building help you with selecting a Wi-Fi plan or
0: anything they actually only let you use like one provider and so which is nice because at least like you have some direction but right like it happens to be more expensive than what we could be paying so that's right. a little bit frustrating. They, the building helps you set that up.
1: We had to figure out everything on our own. Yeah, it's that like, was nice. Where do you find the electricity provider? Where, like, yeah. How do you find what the best internet provider is? It was so overwhelming. And it was like, I just signed on to this apartment. And now we have all of these additional things that we also have to take care of. Also I have to apparently
0: pay as a utility. But when you're in a building like this, when you lease from like the leasing office in the building, they're very helpful and like on top of it and they tell you everything that you need, which is nice compared to somewhere that where you're like Exactly. That's just different. I guess that's the difference between like renting from somebody versus leasing these apartments that just turn over every year.
1: So how did you sign on to your apartment was it kind of like I know for me it was if we weren't signing on it somebody else was signing immediately after us and then we were screwed if we weren't signing on oh it. yeah
0: totally that's the same so we toured it and then I was still trying to look at one more place to be honest because I just wanted to like see all my options have options but, yeah I like I like to have my options and it takes me a while to make a decision but my roommate really loved this building and actually she had seen it first without me and sent me videos because I was out of town mm-hmm but we knew that we needed to sign. And there were only like, I want to say like two units open of like the two bedroom floor plan that in my building. So we Mm -hmm. knew we had to sign pretty soon. So she came here and and toured on like, I want to say like a Friday, Thursday, Friday. And then when I got back in town, which was like the next like Monday or Tuesday, I came to see it. And then we signed like a day after I saw it within a week. Fast
1: turnaround. It's so, and it's, it's very daunting to do. Yeah. like, you're signing a away for an entire year, and all this money, happened. yeah. Like with COVID and everything going on, like you could have gotten sick with COVID and like moved back home because you exactly. did a lot of things could ha- can happen in a year. And yeah. for me, that was like harder of a commitment to do than to signing on to what college I was going to go
0: to or yeah. like
1: what job. Because this
0: is your, exactly. for whatever reason,
1: me signing that lease, I was like. Uh,
0: okay yeah it's definitely very scary it's a big decision and that's why I wanted to like take my time to, to be sure of it I was definitely a little hesitant about like oh my god I'm gonna be spending all of this money and it's my own money for the first time you know like every single month and you have to pay it or you're gonna be kicked out, probably in a I lot know. of trouble so... I know did you yeah, have to pay but...
1: first month to last month and then like a broker's fee or did you
0: only have to pay a first no. month a deposit or how did yours work we're lucky here there's actually no broker's fee actually it kind of depends on like who you use, but there's no broker's fee. But um, what I should say is that my roommate and I, we actually use an agent because one of my sister's friends is a real estate agent. And so he helped us look at apartments. So it's very nice, but we don't have to pay him out of pocket. What happens is like he gets paid from the building. None of that comes from us. Which is very nice, or directly, oh. but you pay like um, we paid a application fee, and then we paid, which was like a few hundred dollars. but we split it. Oh wow, it a few hundred dollars total, but we split that. We paid. Let's see, I moved in like November twenty first. We paid just from then on for the month, ten days of the month. So it was definitely like a lot less than it would be. Right. But, and then, but then, like, so we paid November 21st, and then we paid again December 1st. You know, yeah, that's brutal. First that's brutal. That's <laughs> brutal. But we don't have to pay, you know, anything, and the, the full month's rent or whatever. It's just from whenever yeah. you move in to the end of that month, which is nice.
1: Yeah, Definitely. that's insanely nice. Because mm-hmm. for
0: me, I had to pay
1: first month, last month, and a broker's fee, which is one month's rent. So I think that's a lot. you even moved into this apartment. I did not know that. That
0: foot into the store and I was like, yeah, that's a what big am I getting place. into? I knew Boston was expensive. Boston's expensive, but they oh. do that. I know there's the broker's fee in, in New York too, when you're signing on to the apartments and everything. And it's, it's a lot, but it and is nice here. I, that. I had never heard, heard of it before.
1: It. I was like, broker's fee? I Who's know. the broker? I found this apartment on Facebook. <laughs> What's going on? Exactly. Like no one, no broker showed me around. I was like, oh, look how lovely the design on the inside is. I'm like,
0: you posted a video or on Insta or
1: on YouTube or on Facebook.
0: Like, yeah. Rats? I can't believe that you found it that way, but you ended up like so lucky. Your place is so nice and it's all yeah. redone and it's spacious and like... It's a I know. Setup. and you're in a great area. So and I am like very, very
1: out. fortunate. So my apartment building is a walk up in yeah. every building pretty much in South Boston is a walk up. Um, there's really one play. high rise. I know one person that lives in it and I've only met one person that lives in it. So kind of weird environment to have a high rise in considering that everything else is a walk up. But mine's a three story walk up and I share it with three other girls. We have three bathrooms, four bedrooms, an open floor plan on the first floor in-unit laundry we also have a backyard which is yeah, your backyard's nice. amazing yeah so, we have a massive backyard okay. that yeah. I would like to utilize yeah, yeah, a little back-
0: bit more yeah but Kenzie do you have in-unit washer and laundry mm. yes I do that's a really nice feature that was something that the two things that my roommate and I really wanted were I mean we would have budged on the laundry if it wasn't in unit because not all apartments have that but we really wanted a doorman that just made us feel safer like coming in and out of our apartment especially because we're like all the way downtown and so we weren't compromising on that so we are in a cure building which is what we wanted and then we have the washer dryer in unit which is really nice
1: yeah that's so nice what other amenities because I mean you have the water or not pool what did you call it the water feature. I want a
0: feature. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we have a deck is more of like what I call it. like there's girls out there and okay, like okay. okay. Just sit and like sunbathe and then there's the gym there's like large like game room with like a pool table and well that's so fun like that. where people can hang out yeah not a lot of people utilize it I don't think I <laughs> walk past it every time I go to the gym and there's never anyone in there there's um, in
1: your gym is it a pretty nice gym or like how would you compare it on a scale of like hotel gym to Equinox,
0: I would say it is a very close to a hotel gym, but okay. it's, it's nice. But it's pretty small, and so there's four treadmills, three bike, free weight, and like a rower and some ellipticals. Two, you know, one or two ellipticals, one rower, mm-hmm. the three bikes, and then the weight rack and everything. So. oh that's a pretty solid it has you know everything you need but it's just not that big so i think only a few people can be in there at a time or else it's like you're crowding around the weights, and there's nowhere to do like abs or anything it's pretty tight but it works it, it's very nice yeah
1: so we also do you have i know you have a parking garage do you have yes. to pay for parking do you have a parking pass like how does that
0: work you have to pay for parking so i don't have okay. a car in the city but my roommate does and I know that you have to pay for that monthly. That will come like with your, your, the first of the month bill and everything. You don't get a parking spot, like reserved for you. You get like a little pass that you just have to come in and out of the building with. Okay, that's nice. Yeah.
1: When I moved to Southie and was trying to- Parking out- is trouble it was- there. It was horrible. I remember I was bawling my it's eyes very out different. on my, my move. I remember you were, yeah. Yeah, that it was, was horrible tough. because- I had a Georgia license at the time, an Ohio license plate, and my car was registered in Ohio. And they don't let you. And so, like, everything was super out of alignment. And my dad had the registration for my car, so it wasn't even my name. And then, in order to have a Boston, South Boston parking sticker, which you need to park on the street, I had to have a Massachusetts ID. And I also had to have a Massachusetts license plate. So I think you go through the ringer there. The RMV <laughs> during the middle of COVID in Massachusetts and try and figure out how- When you I were moving. Things. And first of all, I had to make an appointment at the RMV and the RMV was booked out for months. So how I got an appointment- What are people supposed to do? There. Yeah. And there was this weird thing. You had to be an insured driver in Massachusetts also. So I had to buy insurance at Massachusetts, which yep. no problem, like, was going to do anyways. But Massachusetts has this weird law where you have to
0: get your insurance stamped by your provider. Stamped. Okay. So you have to do everything in person. So I had to
1: go and find my insurance <laughs> provider to have them stamp the document.
0: Oh and I had gosh.
1: no idea of this. And it was scheduled around the same time as my appointment that I was supposed to go and get these documents printed off and get my registration switched over. So there was a lot of things and balls up in the air. And then even after that, you can't get the South Boston parking permit at the RMV. You had to go to City Hall to go and get it. And I was like, uh, "Why we- I'm parking somewhere. I'm in a car. Why can't I
0: get it from the RMV? What is going on? That was a lot of trouble just to get that. And so you had that on top of finding an apartment. And, and finding out who the providers are going to
1: be. And yeah. like all of that stuff. And then like, you had to deal with the car. Right in was no joke.
0: It was I don't on, know all of the details, but I do not think it's the same here at all because there's, I mean, there is street parking depending on where you live, of course, but a lot of it's garages because of, of yeah, the high rises so in the area.
1: There's no high rises in South Boston, like I said. Right. If, except for the one. And they have a small parking lot in their back area. There's no garage. And that's in it. South. Yeah, and it's so, so different
0: because you guys don't have like the driveways with where you park the cars. I know
1: and it's yeah, not because the same. In the wintertime, the street parking is so bizarre because when someone pulls out of a spot, there's a snowbank in front of their car and a snowbank behind it.
0: So you're like So there's just no space constantly
1: looking for a spot if you if your spot was taken
0: that your car would like So basically you the- just never the- want to drive your car you don't oh, lose exactly
1: your spot. exactly and then there was also this unspoken written rule that you could just set an, a personal item in your parking spot. Are you kidding? And then come back to it at the end of the day. And no one would like if you shoveled out that spot that was your spot. Did you if ever you do that? that? Like spot, leave something there? I left a cone. So before I moved that was here, smart my dad gave me a cone and so I just put the cone there.
0: Should have put like no parking <laughs> Yeah. And exactly. no parking signs. People, people put
1: beach chairs. People put like crates down. People oh put, oh my God. And that works? Yeah. And Just no one will touch it. There. It's like an wow. unwritten rule. And if you do, people like will toilet paper your car, smash eggs. Oh, I'm in your sure. Car. Like, leave you like people vandalize your car for parking in their spot. But that's only Southie, apparently, because there's signs in the South End that are like, just because you shoveled out your car doesn't mean you get that spot back. Okay. Everyone shovels out their car. I'm sure it's a huge sticks. problem in that area. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll stay in the comfort of Southie and <laughs> yeah. never head over to the South Bend. But yeah, parking is miserable. And then if you want to park in a lot because you can't find any parking, like if you yeah. come back to Southie and the sun's down, good luck finding a parking spot. because That's horrible. If you Sounds want like to park in the garage, river. 20 minutes away. So what am I gonna park in a garage and then we're back to my taxi? Yeah, we're back to my car in the morning. I mean, it's so inconvenient. Absolutely inconvenient. So my next apartment will definitely have a parking spot. I I think that would help a lot. I would. So where have, you have a to move spot for that? Laundry
0: in in you know, laundry, one hundred percent. Oh, it's not that big of a deal to just like go to the basement or the top, you know, wherever their yeah. laundry room is. But it sounds like a big pain in the ass to go find parking oh yeah and, it and was, also like it would like get impede tickets. me
1: from wanting to go and do things after work oh, totally. that were out of town because like you can't find a parking spot when you come back oh, yeah you know, what am I gonna take like the tea or public transportation everywhere perhaps which is what <laughs> I did end up doing when I joined my kid. right I would or be if you had your car and like you yeah. yeah yeah I would You're get actually get mad bad. when my boss would have me stay late at work because I knew I was going to have trouble finding a parking spot. I had no problem staying late at work. I had a problem that I wasn't going to find a parking spot. <laughs> that was my problem. I don't think I would be pissed. Definitely something that I'll be looking to have in my next apartment. And then if you do want a parking spot in Southie, because some apartments do have very narrow driveways. And that they can yeah. take a car in. Or they're, they do have a lot for their apartment building. And they just don't have a car. So they rent out their spots. They rent. For like four hundred dollars a month, so that's a little pricey. So
0: like, <laughs> probably not worth it.
1: Not worth it. I'm like, mm, I will ha- just continue to, like, complaining put into to your, your mother about my rent situation and not actually pay the
0: <laughs> four hundred dollars to get that. Mm, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. But yeah so where would so- you have to move to to in Boston if you wanted to stay? to actually get parking
1: i could move, so to, to, seaport. move to another okay. i could move to seaport they have a lot of parking very there. nice area yep super super nice Love area. <laughs> definitely out of my budget zone
0: Good uh, unless there. i found
1: a few apartments or a few roommates that wanted to in that oh, yeah. same one bedroom apartment
0: <laughs> it sounds Conk very
1: expensive back. Um, or I could move to like downtown, which I didn't yeah. think that Boston had a downtown. Of course, it does. Which I was like, there's no downtown. Like, th- it is just the town. Like, this it's is just it. there's no downtown. Southie,
0: there was and just
1: then- but come to find out, uh, there is a downtown, and it's near Fenway Hall and the theater district. So, kind of like Boston okay. area and okay. there's also high rises there it's more of like the city-esque part of boston outside of seaport yeah cuz Southie's a little bit more like neighborhood oh 100% 100% neighborhood i hear birds chirping i see it's bunnies so nice. the streets and i'm like it's a different feel i love is- it though it's a, like, it's a, it's a suburban dream, honestly. Yeah, it it's really is. It's a combination between city and suburbia. Right, like there's I can still go a lot to do. Yeah, is and you? I can go out on a run and not have to stop a traffic light every 20 steps. And right. it's honestly that a beautiful a, thing. Big that is, that's a huge plus. You really, can't do
0: that here. I
1: know, I know. Yeah, it, a shame. That's honestly one of the biggest pulls for me staying here another year. Because it's like, I could move to another neighborhood if I want. Mm-hmm. And I think Cambridge is a lot of the same way of it having more of a suburban feel. Even oh, though okay, so that'd be nice like, for you. Harvard's there and there's MIT. It is sort of city-esque, but it's a lot more walkable because they want to make it walkable Would for you like? students. Yeah, I don't think anything really compares to Southie. And that, I say that in a multitude of ways. <laughs> is a great place. So how did you end up finding your apartment? Did you look on Zillow or apartments.com? Like, how did you find the specific building?
0: I was looking, my roommate and I both were, we were just looking like for apartments for sale, you know, downtown Chicago, like in the areas that we wanted Google. to do. I mean, I, I did use Zillow. I did okay. use, yeah, I mean, I it was mostly Zillow and I think it was like apartments.com. I'm going to have to search afterwards because I don't remember exactly, but something like that and where you could filter for like your price range, the bedrooms, Mm -hmm. like everything. So it was so easy to use and then eventually we ended up using our like our friend that was helping us look he like would take our suggestions and then also he would like pull some of his own that he thought were like in our price range and that we would like and that had all of like the other criteria that we were looking for so it was a mix of like us looking and then also him looking and helping us but this one actually was something that we had found ourselves and we it just like hit checked all the boxes basically and it was in, in our price range. And so it worked. It's stunning and near a bunch of things. <laughs> so yeah, the location was good. So we got lucky. We got lucky it was available and it just worked out. And then how was your moving process actually? Because I know you
1: ordered like a bunch of things to your apartment. Yeah. You didn't really have to move that many things. <sighs> Like, were your, was your bed frame delivered to your door? Or did you have to go downstairs, like, it upstairs? No.
0: So, it's actually, it's interesting. So my roommate and I, we had different move-in experiences because she had a lot of stuff delivered to her house that she brought here. For mm-hmm. me, like, I got a bunch of stuff that I delivered to the building. Yep. But our building, actually, I shouldn't say that because our building doesn't take deliveries. So, we order, we use an address through this service called FEC. But it's really nice because they bring it to you. So, you order, your address is not your apartment address it's this like fetch warehouse and that's in the city somewhere schedule a time to deliver it they tell you at the apartment oh like you have to if you're ordering like before you move in it's through fact so i had ordered my bed frame wait is that the same with everything everything. everything So yeah, everything goes through that service. So, and they, if you order it through Amazon, like they won't keep anything at the front desk. So they'll send it back and then you'll have to order it again through Fetch. Yeah, but I didn't, so Do you have to pay an additional fee for Fetch? No, 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 we don't okay. pay for it. That's something that the building pays for and, okay, and nice. or that we don't have to pay for ourselves. So we just use that. But it's, it's nice because they'll bring like the heavy objects up to your door and this service you'll either, if it's big objects, They don't want to leave at your door. They'll schedule a time with you that you'll be home to deliver it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they'll just leave it outside your door. But the move-in process was pretty easy for, it was just my mom and I. And so it was pretty easy for me because we didn't have any large items besides my couch that didn't end up fitting in the elevator. So I had to send that back. We had, that was the only thing that we had movers for. So that was like coming from the store that we had ordered it from in the suburbs and their movers helped you like bring it to the city. And then they ended up having to take it back. So <laughs> that was a bit of an expense that was unexpected because it didn't fit. And then we had to order a new couch. Then I knew for the second time around exactly oh. what to do. So It wasn't terrible and then everything else was delivered. So I mean I put everything together myself or with my mom. Like we built everything, which was fun, but it took a while. You know, yeah. (laughs) I built some things before we moved too. So like I brought my dresser and my side table in the car. It, everything else was just like closed the mattress was and I got like a bed in a box, so that was like easy to fit in. My roommate brought like the kitchen table. Things were delivered like my bed frame, a few things out in the living room, but that was it. So it, really it wasn't terrible. It took us the whole day but like to actually move in where we were like using the elevator probably an hour and a half. So, it wasn't terrible. Yeah,
1: that's honestly,
0: I think it took me an
1: hour and a half to even unload my entire car just I'm into sure.
0: like my living room. <laughs> Well, I know you have bags on bags on bags of your clothes. Yeah, I'm a hoarder. It's bad. so. It's <laughs> I, can I it have been trying to
1: downsize
0: that, but- Get rid of something. Every yeah, but you have the I best closet. There. You have yeah. an outfit for every occasion. So well, you can't get rid of every, anything.
1: I've gotten rid of some things and I got rid of a lot of things when I graduated college, believe it or not. But it seems I like every it. time I lose something, like five more things appear. I'm like, where did this even come from?
0: <laughs> Maybe it's time for another clean out. a spring clean. That might honestly have to be in order. Yeah, I think that oh. I may have to do the same.
1: I'm going to be like, okay, I'm getting rid of all these clothes and now I'm going to buy new clothes. for Exactly
0: it's an excuse to go shopping <laughs> stupid it's stupid of me essentially if you're trying so, to make more space you can't go shopping you just have to restrict yourself well good luck with that because <laughs> it's not gonna work well honestly I've not been too bad about it yeah I feel like I haven't I think yeah I don't think I I've ordered been new clothes. shown a bunch of new clothes that you've received yeah I know I don't think I've ordered any That's good about it clothes since I moved here
1: like, it went shopping once with my mom when she came to visit. Like, when you
0: first, yeah. And that yeah. was it. And the
1: only other things that I've gotten were new shoes. So, I got my cowgirl boots, the colorful shoes, the my high top bands. I think I, I bought, I just bought another pair of cowgirl boots. So, you did? Yeah. It <laughs> so was a simple fry on Poshmark. They were 60 bucks. And I was like, how do you say yeah, it's enough? worth it? $60 Ariat boots. You can't.
0: You need that. So, I just put a
1: bid on them and the woman accepted it. And, and I you got like, it? Yeah, <laughs> I got it. That's amazing. It was kind of exciting. I felt like I won something. I never won anything. And I was like, oh. I I like Poshmark.
0: Always have good deals.
1: They really do. And honestly, I should... Start just buying my clothes from there. Well, I <laughs> sell my
0: clothes on there too because then you get you know money back from getting rid of your stuff. And I also I donate as well, obviously. But things that like are still nice and that people would yeah will buy, like I'll sell every so That's often. That's
1: honestly not a
0: bad idea, except for I don't think yeah, anyone it wants works. to
1: buy my like sheet tops that I've yeah, worn that, bars you wore, in or that you bought for like ten yeah.
0: dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: don't think anyone wants to buy that.
0: <laughs> and those are like maybe not maybe those are just giveaway clothes yeah
1: yeah um (laughs) so my last question is what are the top three things about living in chicago that i will enjoy the top three things that's it that's all top okay top three
0: top three okay definitely the ability to like just always find something to do and Walk around like that's why I love the city so much. Like I, you just don't really get bored, you know. There's so much at your fingertips. I feel like definitely that. I like the like you know the hustle and all of the excitement around. Other top thing being so close to all to my friends. I feel like that's really nice. Being able to just walk everywhere because it's kind of like it's not like college because we don't live together, but it's not like. You know being in the suburbs, either when it where it was be like where it would be a trip to go like see each other, we just walk um all the time, which is really really nice and run into each other too, like unexpectedly, which is fun. See what else, what else the like restaurants and bars, super fun downtown, and there's like always you know good food to eat, obviously. And I would say always a new place to go, but I feel like my friends and the people that I go out with just go to the same few no bars but I'm excited I to find does. new like, places you live yeah. in a massive city and, and you, you only go to like three places, places. Yep. Mm-hmm. pretty much but there are a lot more that I need to explore and I still need to go to a lot of more restaurants I feel like I have barely tried anything new since I've been here like I'll go to the same restaurants too I've been to one place like five times and I need to venture out yep sounds about right <laughs> yeah but those are definitely the top three that's three, right? No,
1: what are your least favorite things about living in Chicago? Uh,
0: well, recently, so I, n- <laughs> I don't mind noise. I don't, I really don't mind the noise. Like obviously I knew living in the city, there was going to be like sirens and a bunch of like outside noise, even when I'm in my apartment. But for the past like three days, there has been this terrible sound outside of my apartment that I can hear I'm only like I'm 10 floors up but I can still hear it I think it's coming from the the train I I don't know exactly but it comes like every few minutes so I think it's the train and it's just I mean it's terrible so I'm hoping that goes away soon because it's just been the last few days so but yeah that has not been fun so I would say The unexpected noise, also strange people coming up to you when you're walking. There's definitely a very large homeless population in the city. So anywhere you go, you'll be like approached, which is a little bit uncomfortable, obviously. And like, you just have to be careful about like your surroundings. And I don't really like to walk around with like my headphones in. I like to always be aware just because you never know like what's going to happen. So yeah, sometimes, what happened in New York city,
1: all that. I mean, stuff it's not here. Like it's in every city.
0: It's going to happen in every city, but yeah, I feel like you just have to be aware. So that's definitely one of my least favorite things. It's going to be hard to think of a third because I really don't have like much besides that. I would a say girl everybody yeah so I can't really like diss the city too much I would say something that surprised me in a negative way is that it's been hard to like meet new people that you didn't already know or that weren't friends of friends I was lucky that like all of my high school friends moved back so we've been able to be with each other we haven't met like a ton of new people it was surprising to me like that that's been so difficult I think like Meeting guys is like easy and whatever, but when you're like going out, you're not like necessarily meeting girlfriends, that's difficult. And trying to figure out like what to do to just meet more people and like expand my group of friends. So, figuring that out through like sports that I'm signing up for, like leagues and everything. So, what sports are you signing up for? Yeah, that works out. Well, I played pickle with one of my friends, so much fun. Did you meet a lot of other 20-year-olds playing We met a few people. We did meet a (laughs) few people, but not a ton. We met, like, just, like, when I say a few, we met, like, two people. Mm -hmm. But I am planning on signing up for either, like, softball or kickball or something for May, June-ish. That's, like, a bigger group and a lot more social. I mean, I've seen, and I know people that have done it in the past. So I think that that will be helpful. Yeah, that's
1: how I met Lauren, Megan, and Claudia. I know.
0: I know. Well, I should have done it last year, but I was, last summer, I mean, but I was still in the suburbs, so I didn't think about it, and obviously, like, it's been totally fine, and I have, you know, great friends, but I'm just, like, surprised. Well, I
1: mean, even at that, like, I was on three different teams, so I played sand volleyball, and then I played kickball, and then I played... I know, you were busy. I was on another kickball league, and then I played softball, and from all four of those leagues, I've only made four friends.
0: Right. It's difficult. It's not the same as college when you're like meeting people from your dorm or from your sorority or from class or whatever it is like you know and a lot of people are working virtually I only work you know in the office once every few weeks or sometimes like it changes and we'll go like once a week if people are feeling it but that's just not like the place where I'm meeting a lot of my friends it's got to be from other places that I like go out and seek myself exactly which Which I know is the same with you it's
1: like the majority of people that are 20 want to go out to the bars and like you said you don't meet your girlfriends out of the bar yeah
0: which is a shame I feel like we could change that and just
1: Start talking well, to each other. It's so, it's so weird. It's like almost at least in Boston. It's like if you go up to another girl group and you're a girl, they either think that you're being flirting with them, Flirty, or right? Like, like trying to invade their girls' night. like yeah, it's so hard. Out with the group. You don't want to be. You don't want to be approached. Like you're people. not
0: looking. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and, and so it's <laughs> it's such a weird environment. Because it's like, okay, everyone that's in their 20s wants to go out to the bars, but if I have no one to go out to
0: the bars with, what do I do? What are you going to do? right yeah. well that's why you came up with the great idea of going to join these leagues and made friends from there but or then, yeah it's or difficult you just work the bar, to figure it out
1: and you meet the people which
0: was another great idea because so. you're going to meet young people there for sure definitely. yeah that's that definitely surprised me about the city thought it would be a lot easier yeah it's so
1: hard yeah well it's funny because you would think that the midwest people would be a little bit more inviting right
0: everybody is is friendlier but still it's not you know it's mostly like you're meeting friends of friends there's no like strangers connecting I would say yeah I guess
1: that's not a unique experience to Boston then I always Mm -mm. thought no I think
0: it's everywhere people were just like
1: oh no no friends here (laughs) and so I always was like oh I'll just move back down south everyone will be so nice
0: what it was was like before COVID because I feel like that has to do with it too like I think it was really hard for people to make friends during the pandemic and with all of the rules at bars and wherever else you were going where you could only like sit at your table and there's a certain amount of people I feel like people were really closed off and you weren't approaching yeah. other people. And it's kind of date, sort of, yeah. with people, I think. Like, you just go with who you go with. I mean, there's but... a lot of
1: things from COVID that I'm glad stayed. Like, yeah. I really didn't realize how much I appreciated boundaries with other people. <laughs> I agree. Set I totally anything. agree. I definitely miss saying, that. Like,
0: we need to, yeah, approach, like, strangers all the time. I'm just saying, like, I think that people definitely have, like, a different sense of comfort for them oh, now. 100%. Like. percent you're what gonna stick like? with your table or wherever. I'll let you know how the leagues go. Yeah, I mean, I
1: I love them because at least they give you something to look forward to. That's again, mm-hmm. not drinking because right. I feel like that's another activity. Yeah, that's it's so hard to find <laughs> something healthier with other people that involves something other than drinking. So I agree. in order to get out there and do kickball or volleyball or softball or whatever you end up doing it ends up being super fun because it kind of also brings you back to this nostalgic phase of your recess childhood life of (laughs) playing kickball with strangers and I think that's what I ended up
0: signing up for. I'm excited for that.
1: It's actually a lot of fun. And no one's like, if you're good at kickball, it's kind of concerning because when was the last time you played kickball? Probably. That's
0: why I want to play because I'm not like a great softball player or basketball player or soccer player so like I feel like kickball is gonna be the one thing that I can sign up for with a group of people and be fine 100%
1: I appreciate you coming on and I
0: appreciate you having me especially as your first guest
1: flew by like
0: I know right how do you feel like in? one
1: of our normal FaceTime calls
0: really <laughs> yeah except for that this is on zoom so it seems I know, a little it bit more, more formal, professional but...